It's time for BetQL's You Better You Bet postseason countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. We'll get you set to bet on postseason football. What a difference a year makes. Jordan Love, who led them to this victory today and into the playoffs. Prescott. Point says go right there. Caught. Lamb again. Puts it down the sideline. It's caught. It's Nakua. It's a touchdown. St. Brown is all the way. Touchdown, Detroit. From sides to totals to props, it's BetQL's You Better You Bet postseason countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM, Odyssey, and the BetQL Network. Here are your hosts, Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. What's up, everybody? Happy and merry Super Wild Card Sunday in the National Football League to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's countdown to kickoff. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Here with us on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets. We bring you the sports. Live today from the Odyssey app, the BetQL app, radio stations nationwide, and more radio stations than usual taking us during the postseason. So shout out to all of you. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I here bringing you the wagertainment. Talking all things sports betting. Super Wild Card Sunday in the NFL. The show presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. All right, you know how we do. Each and every Sunday morning here on You Better You Bet. And if this is the first time you're hearing the show, like you don't know how we do. But I'm about to tell you, and it's going to be it's going to be really awesome. We got a badass two hours of wagertainment coming your way. We are going to bring you line movement and analysis for both of today's games. We'll also analyze both of tomorrow's games on Monday, the Eagles and the Bucks on Monday Night Football, and the Bills-Steelers game moved from today to tomorrow, 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Monday because of inclement weather and, you know, safety concerns of fans getting to and from the stadium in western New York. So we'll talk about both of today's games, the line movement, our analysis, and both of tomorrow's games as well. We'll have a conversation with Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Baldy will join us coming up later this hour. Can't wait to talk to Baldy about all the playoff games. We're going to give you our projected point spreads for the possible AFC matchups in the divisional round next weekend, including what is likely, not definitely, but likely to be a matchup in Buffalo with the Bills and the Chiefs. Hashtag a rivalry renewed. Can't wait to talk about that. And also, maybe a Texans-Ravens in a rematch of Week 1. We will get to it all coming up next hour on the show. Thy Royal Prop King will stop by next hour. The, the only bright spot for me yesterday was some prop winners. <laughs> the sides didn't go my way. So we'll bring you some prop bets, not only for today, but a couple early looks at tomorrow's action as well. Prop King coming up next hour on the show. And we will close the program with best bets for the games today. And we'll give you thoughts, obviously, on the two games coming up tomorrow. Any bets that we have side in total. Bets that we're thinking about making for the Bills and the Steelers, the Eagles and the Buccaneers. We'll begin the program in a second, and we'll talk about yesterday's games with the Texans routing the Browns in Houston and the Chiefs just, like, pantsing the Dolphins at, at, at Frigid Arrowhead. But first, uh, greetings and salutations and good morning to my guy Ken Barkley here. Super Wild Card Sunday morning. My friend, how's it going? Going well. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed the two games yesterday. Didn't Not the most competitive two games we've ever had on I, I either wild card weekend or super wild card. It got super. The games didn't get really super. That didn't really happen. Uh, two blowouts and another two games, word that honestly, starts with S. I think right. Yes, would be more <laughs> plenty, plenty of plenty of uh, 
profane words were being thrown around by a lot of people yesterday, I think. Just uh, two games that honestly, by the fourth quarter, you know, fourth quarter of Texans-Browns, you're saying, when's the second game going to start? Not fast enough. And then, uh, you know, I, I went to bed early during the Chiefs-Dolphins game, like eight, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. This is, it's not only is it a wrap, the side and the total are both like a wrap, barring two defensive touchdowns or something really crazy for the total at the end of the game. So not the most dramatic, but, you know, it's still uh, really interesting storylines coming out of both games. Obviously, we can we can break both of them down. Betting standpoint for both of us, I'll, 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 a big, big pluses and minuses, a lot in both columns and, and kind of a lot to go over. Uh, happy to do it. And, and hopefully uh, two better games coming up today. Now, forgive me here, because, like, this is everything just kind of, like, blends in together at this point and bleeds together. So you said you went to bed with, like, nine minutes to go in the game. Like, the outcome not really in doubt. So I don't remember exactly, like, what, how much time was left in the game when this happened. But if you bet the Miami Dolphins, like, bad bet by all of us. And I was really confident about that bet going into the game. Like, I felt good clicking that button. And then they were just, like, just kind of felt watching the game like it was never going to happen. But at 19-7... At least, like, you're harboring the hope, like, maybe we can backdoor this potentially. Not that the Dolphins can win, but maybe they can backdoor this. And on that, like, Chiefs drive that ends with the Pacheco touchdown to go up 26-7, and obviously, like, it's just done at that point. I mean, like, the third and 15 and third and 20 roughing the passer calls. And this is not to say that, like, the the, the officiating was one-sided in favor of Kansas City. The referees missed a number of, like, obvious calls on the Dolphins, a couple long pass interference calls. And the Mahomes helmet got held. The the Mahomes Mahomes helmet helmet. sequence where Terry McCauley is basically like, this violates all the rules of the NFL. What's being allowed to happen right now? Literally, right? (laughs) Insane. So I'm not not here saying that like the Dolphins got jobbed by the officials or Dolphins betters got jobbed by the officials. But I mean, like, can we not like, can can they breathe on this guy and not get third and 15 and third and 20? Just like you're done at that point. And I'm watching the game and I'm still thinking like, okay, like I'm probably going to lose, but I got an outside chance here with these third and longs back to back roughing the passer. I mean, just absolutely done at that point. Justin Fields probably on his couch doing like the DiCaprio point at the TV thing being like, oh, roughing the passers for that. Well, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> what it just, like Justin Fields could get like, shot in the yeah. leg and he wouldn't get, there would be no flag <laughs> yes. thrown. They'd be like, why didn't you move your leg? 15 <laughs> yards on you, actually. That's how it goes. Sorry, Justin. So, so I thought that was that was pretty annoying. And like, I don't know, like if you felt at any point, because like, I guess there was a possibility that like you could have backdoored both outcomes there. But, uh, you know, once, once those roughing the passer calls happened, it felt like pretty unlikely. And then sure. the Dolphins did that thing, you know, the thing where you're down by multiple possessions in the playoff game at the ends, and you and you keep taking the play clock down to zero. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know if they were just like, hey, we're really cold and we're gonna lose. Like, let let's get out of dodge here. A little frustrating last night, Ken. If you bet the Miami Dolphins, and there's like a a, a lot to get to, obviously from the game. Uh, I kind of wanted to start, unless you've got something else from uh, from last night's game or Browns Texans, with just like the Peacock broadcast last night, which I know a lot of people were were up in arms about. I, I had no issues with it. I had no problem with my stream. I borrowed somebody's I like login. It. Yeah, I didn't pay for it. I just took somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was yeah, I, mean, I think I think we actually pay for Peacock and every other streaming service we have is like my sisters or like my mom's or like my mother-in-law's. But I actually think like we that we pay for Peacock. I like Peacock and I'm not I'm not employed by NBC or Peacock. Like I have it. I, I, I kind of think it's the best streaming platform. I had no issues with it. And I thought... Mike Tirico is obviously incredible. I can't believe I'm saying this. Curious if you agree. 
I feel like listeners and viewers will disagree, and that's fine. We're all welcome to our opinions. I thought Jason Garrett was really good yesterday during the game. Like, he kind of, like, let the Dolphins have it towards the end. Let Mike McDaniel nicely. He did it nicely, but kind of let them have it. Um, any thoughts on the broadcast, and then we can obviously talk about the games that were played on the field. Yeah, I mean, uh, no issues with Garrett on the telecast, and uh, and sometimes I'll just say, like, NBC will sometimes roll out a B team for their second playoff game that I will have some issues with in terms of the telecast. Historically, they they have a second playoff game a lot, and uh, and it's always, like, a mixed and matched play-by-play and analyst. It's usually not to re- like the A guy, so it used to be, like, Al Michaels. It's like, <laughs> Al, Al, Al wasn't doing both games. That wasn't how it was ever going to work. Um, so, you know, they wouldn't always be the best tandems. And it would usually be two people that never work together. Is it's the like other Tom thing. Hammond so it, and Mike Mayock and like Joe right, Dyson just, back it's, in the day. Right, and I'm not even trying to table? insult them. No. It was just like a mismatch I was trying to not name names. I was trying yeah. to not name well, names. Well, there you, there you there, go. That's okay. Right. Yeah. So it just, uh, you know, at least with Tariko and Garrett, they had the, the try run. They'd done a game together already. They, you know, it's there's at least some rapport, some familiarity. And um, yeah, the, the thing with Garrett's always been, as, a, as, an, as an analyst on a game at least, has always just been, I always feel like when he talks about football, it's really good. Like, I feel like it's never the issue. When he does X's and O's kind of breakdown stuff, why did this play work? Um, even just the casual comfort that he talks about. Some of the, so, you know, they're down by the goal line, the Chiefs run a play, it doesn't work, and he goes, uh, you know, Mike, this is like, this is the goal line sequence that everybody runs here, let me diagram it for you. And just, it's just this, like, kind of casual uh, way that he talks about the game where there's just a level of expertise there, which is really, that's what you're looking for. Uh, from an analyst and the the thing that I always feel like trips him up is everything else when the football game's not going on and when there's the 40 seconds between the plays and we're not breaking something down and you just you know I, I always compare him to family guy character Buzz Killington where he'll like say tr- make an effort at some kind of joke or one-liner or whatever and you just go like ah oh Jason oh what is that and uh they go back to the studio and you know whatever doesn't Maria Taylor look great? And it's just all this stuff where you just go, what? Can't wait what to is watch this? Ice Spice on Saturday Night right. Live. It's like, like I what, think you can. What is this? <laughs> right? Like, what wait. is this supposed to be? So I just, uh, yeah, you know, obviously I think he's going to keep doing some games. I don't, I'll put it this way. There are plenty of analysts when I'm like, oh, it's that guy. Then I'll just go like, ah, oh, all right, like whatever. And with Garrett, it's just kind of like, cool. Like, I, I kind of think I know what I'm going to get. I had no issues with the telecast last night. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Countdown to kickoff the Super Wild Card Sunday in the NFL. We'll get to the two games today and the two games coming up tomorrow in just a little bit. But recapping uh, Saturday's games, uh, the Texans uh, dominating and blowing out the Browns and the Chiefs kind of smothering the Dolphins in frigid Arrowhead. Um, I We can spin it forward with KC and we'll do this next hour, like projected point spreads for divisional weekends in the AFC matchups. You know, I'll just say this about Miami. Less of a betting conversation and more of just like a sports conversation. This team's got a Tua Tonga Vailoa problem. You get the sense that he's good enough to get you to the tournament, but probably he's never going to be good enough like, like, like to get you home and win a championship. And probably not fair, Ken, to compare him to Patrick Mahomes because Mahomes is the best. But, I mean, you watch the game and, like, the difference between the two is just, like, so unbelievably stark. Just want to say that about Miami. Disappointing into the season. That loss to the Titans on Monday Night Football going to go down as one of, like, the worst losses in franchise history. And I don't think that's hyperbole. But as far as the Chiefs go, um, obviously they looked great last night. They have a Hall of Fame head coach in Andy Reid, the best football player on the planet at quarterback, and like a Super Bowl caliber defense. The thing that trips me up projecting them forward, and obviously they can win, right? And betting against them is going to be tough, like to, like to lose a playoff game because, you know, they, they, usually, they usually don't. No. I, I can't shake the feeling that 
in a big spot. And like Rasheed Rice performed really well last night. And so sometimes Travis Kelsey looks like the Travis Kelsey of old. And sometimes he just looks flat out old. I can't shake the thought, Ken, that in a big spot, the, like the receivers are going to let down Mahomes. And you can get away with, I, with that, I think. Michael Harbin like, stops running. You can get away with that against the Dolphins in minus 30 degree temperature. Can they get away with it in Buffalo, in Baltimore, against the 49ers potentially in the Super Bowl? So how about that from last night? Like Any thoughts you have on Miami? And if not, just kind of like projecting Kansas City forward. Yeah, I just was something I want to say about the betting market last night too that I thought was really interesting because we like we did the game all week and I was like, look, I, I think Miami is going to be really contrarian. Like, I think this is just people are going to see the weather, all the injuries. It's all going to stack up and the line's just going to keep moving and moving and moving. And the total is going to keep dropping and dropping and dropping, much like the temperature. And just the really funny thing about that betting market didn't work anyway. And, and so, you know, <laughs> proof that I, I get stuff wrong sometimes. It happens all the time. And the betting market for that game just didn't work the way that I thought. As we got up to kickoff when you would feel like I just, I felt like those two things would have no bottom. There would be un, unlimited interest in Kansas city and unlimited interest in the under. And it just didn't reflect in the betting market at all. Uh, the total went up in a bunch of places right before kickoff. The line went down toward Miami when Waddle and Mostert were in. This was four in some places at kickoff and four and a half in others. That's lower than it was the entire. So it, it, ne it didn't work any, I'm sitting there right before the game and we did the show yesterday. I go, look, Here's probably what I'm going to do. It's going to be 814 Eastern. I'm going to open up my phone and I'm going to get the best possible number on Miami and the best possible number on the over for a couple bucks. I think that's how I'm going to play the game. And I look at it and I just go, I'm sitting there just go, what the hell do I, what the hell am I going to do now? Like, what is this? What is, this is not even close to the betting market that I thought. I ended up betting the over. I think that was the, the of the two, the thing I liked more. They both lost. Um, so it didn't really matter which door I went through. They were both disasters. Went through the over door instead. And I guess you could argue like, well, if the Chiefs don't kick so much, maybe they just send the game over the total because they just absolutely, you know, crushed Miami. Um, but it was just, it was an interesting bet. It was not, didn't turn out to be nearly as like, one way action out the other way on both the side or you would think a negative 30 degree game and a team from Miami, you would just never see a style. You'd never see resistance. You'd never see a stopping point. There was a ton of resistance on where people wanted to bet Miami and a ton of resistance where people actually wanted to bet the over didn't work the way I thought I ended up with a ticket on the over. So I wasn't, I didn't manage to get away from the game. Like maybe I should have, but just thought that was like an interesting betting market yesterday too. Yeah. Well, I think some of the, Maybe it's because me, because I kept betting Miami <laughs> and lost. All, well, yeah, all what I'm saying is you weren't alone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you, you were not yeah. alone in that. And it, yeah. the betting market reflected that. I felt I felt great about those bets pregame, and then once the game started, I was like, "Oh my, oh my God, what have I done?" Um, maybe we can do a couple minutes, Ken, on Texans Browns and just yeah, like, the greatest of CJ Stroud next segment. Any big picture thoughts on the Chiefs? And again, we'll do more on this next hour when we project the point spreads in the AFC matchups for the divisional round. Yeah, I mean, look, the the narrative next, well, look, everyone's going to like Kansas City off this game, and you kind of should, honestly. The defense is great. Uh, just the conversation next week, you'll hear it all the time, and it, uh, you know, look like they're going to go to Buffalo 95% of the time. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be that Mahomes has never played a road playoff game before, and that'll be a knock on him that happens the whole week. I don't know if that'll be reflected in the betting market at all, but... Like they're going to be a dog and then maybe be a dog again. And that's going to be pretty crazy. And I think those betting markets will be fascinating. Yeah, so that's the Chiefs and the Dolphins on the other side. We'll recap the uh, the Texans' blowout win over Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns and then bring you all the line movements and analysis for the Cowboys and the Packers and the Lions and the Rams coming up today. You better you bets countdown to kickoff with Nick and Ken on the BetQL Network.